Average Mother Runner podcast. My name is Lisa, and this is not just a podcast about running. This is a podcast to empower women through fitness and health and everything in between. Because let's be honest, ladies, this journey could suck if we don't get our shit together. So I said this was not just a podcast about running, which is true, but come on, I have to at least have the first episode about running, which I will be talking about today in this episode. But as I mentioned in the welcome episode, running was never my thing. I hated it. And the story of me joining, you know, the running club in high school for just one day, that was true. I didn't start again until in my 20s, and I signed up for a 5K. It's called the Corporate Challenge. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that, but it's kind of a way, well, it's a way for all corporations and companies to come together and, you know, your coworkers work as a team, be in a social atmosphere and train for a 5K together. I was the youngest one in the group. I was about 25 years old. I started training on the treadmill, which was probably the biggest mistake because the corporate challenge is on the road pavement. And the treadmill is a little bit more forgiving as you're pounding your feet, uh, not the pavement. So I never quite made it to three miles on the treadmill, which was another mistake. I probably did maybe one, maybe one and a half. (laughs) I don't know if I was taking this serious. You know what? I was 25 years old. I thought I was like Wonder Woman. You know, I thought, yeah, I I can do this. Well, race day came and I thought I was ready. Like I was ready. I was pumped. I was with all my coworkers and we're going to do this. And at the end, we're going to have pizza. And I finished And I sat down, and when the pizza came, I couldn't get up. (laughs) No lie. Like, I'm sitting there, and the pizza hadn't come yet. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get up and talk to the rest of the guys, you know. I I couldn't get up. And then the pizza came, and everyone's like, hey, Lisa, the pizza came. Come on, get up. Let's get some pizza. Don't you want pizza? I'm like, no, no, I'm okay. I was so embarrassed. And the shooting pain down my shins was unbearable. And they kept saying, come on, stop messing around. Get, Come on, come up, get some pizza. And I said, I finally said, I, I can't get up. <laughs> they started laughing. And they're like, come on. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I, I, can't, get, I can't get up. And I started laughing, but I, I really wanted to cry because of the pain. But I was like laughing, which is probably why they didn't believe me. But finally, I said, no, I'm serious. I'm in a lot of pain. I can't get up. (laughs) And I think I was laughing because I was so embarrassed. They called the paramedics. Oh, my God. It was so embarrassing. 
uh, thankful my boyfriend at the time, which makes me wonder where the fuck was he when I was doing my 5K? He wasn't there, but he showed up at the time. He showed up um, when the paramedics showed up and he helped me walk baby steps to the car. I, I'm going to tell you the, the, the amount of time it took me to get up. Uh, there weren't a lot of people there already. It took a while just for me to put some, you know, weight on my foot or my feet because it was both both of my shins. To make a long story short, I thought I just had shin splints, but it was more like a stress fracture. When I went to the doctor, he was like, you have a stress stress fracture. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, this is <laughs> this is serious. And it was terrible. It took a long time to heal. Um, I never ran again until five years later in my 30s. (laughs) So why am I telling you this? Because running is no joke. And you can seriously get injured if you don't train properly and wear the right sneakers. And by the way, that was the first of many injuries. They say once you get injured as a runner, many more will come after. <laughs> In fact, if you can make it as a runner and never have an injury, statistically speaking, and I've, I, I have read some of the research, they say that you're more than likely not going to have uh, injuries that most people get. And it's a lot with the way you run and that will be for another episode. But, you know, we could definitely talk about injuries um, more on other episodes because that is that'll, that'll take some time to talk about. But with that being said, as a running coach, the first thing new runners say to me is I want to run. What do I need to run? And I always tell them the most important thing is your running shoes. That is beyond the most important thing. In fact, if there's anything you want to put the most investment is in, is in your shoes. And on a side note, running is not very expensive. I mean, unless you start entering into races, that's when it can get expensive. But overall, it's not a very expensive sport in comparison to other sport activities. But if there's one thing that you really want to put your money in, if you want to spend some dough, it's got to be the shoes. So the type is one of the many things that will help prevent injuries, the the type of shoe. And the day that I did that 5K, I had the wrong shoe, (laughs) I learned later. I mean, besides the fact that I didn't train well, um, you know, it didn't help that I had the wrong shoe. So let's talk about shoes, okay? You're not going to just use any shoe. In fact, someone asked in a Facebook group that I'm in for fitness people or fit people, and they wanted to know what kind of shoe can they use for running, CrossFit, if there's, a, if there's one shoe. And I saw people, I've read people say, oh, you can just use this one shoe. You can do it all with that one shoe. I'm like, are you freaking crazy? There's no way. The way a running shoe is made, it, it's not going to be uh, beneficial to you for a lot of other types of sports. So going back to the running shoe, the foot arch 
is one of the main things to look at. Okay, so the arch of your foot. So there are three types of arches. So there are three arch types. There's a neutral arch, a low arch, and a high arch. Now, I know there are a lot of those places that have those cool treadmills with the cameras to show you how your foot hits the ground and other devices that can determine your arch if you really don't know what type of arch you have. And they help you, you know, give you or or have you buy the right shoe for your arch type. And I'm not knocking down these places. I am not. You know, they they can provide you with valuable information. And most, if not all, the the sales associates are either running coaches or runner runners themselves. So they know all about running. They know about the running shoe. And, you know, they definitely know their shit. However, be prepared to buy the shoe they sell at their store. And it can get expensive and maybe more outside of your price range. So like I said, I'm not knocking these places, but if you are on a budget, then there's other ways to find out what type of arch you have. And I'm going to talk about that. So the neutral arch is when the foot lands on the outside of the heel, then rolls inward. If you can imagine that as I say it. Your foot lands on the outside of the heel and then rolls inward. Not aggressively, just like a nice little rolling inward. And when it pushes off the ground, when your foot's going to push off the ground, the force is all evenly distributed. And they call these types of arches neutral pronators. And the term pronation is it's pretty much the movement of your foot from side to side as you run or walk. Okay, so if you you have a neutral, you are neutral pronator if you have a a neutral arch. And people with this type of arch, they do best with neutral running shoes. I know that kind of sounds strange, but believe it or not, they have neutral running shoes, and you will see the shoe labeled as a neutral running shoe and many people don't notice the labels on the shoe box or on the shoe it will state the type of running shoe it is so it will say neutral running shoe now let's talk about low arches so it's basically exactly what you think it's a low arch some may even have no arch and you would call those people flat feet. I don't know if you ever heard of that term, flat feet. They they literally have, it looks like they have no arch to the, to the point where you think they have flat feet. So for those with low arches, the foot lands outside of the heel and inward, but not nicely like a neutral, but with a lot of force, like aggressively. So the force is felt by the inside of your foot. And then when the foot pushes off, the toes are actually doing most of the work with this type of arch. And those with this type of arch are called over pronators. If that makes sense, it's a, it's an aggressive inward, you know, roll. So they're over pronating. And because the foot tends to roll inward, you need motion control shoes, which makes sense. You know, it's aggressively going inward, so you need something that kind of keeps it in control. 
which by the way was a type of shoe I had when I did that 5k and what I really needed was were cushion sneakers my foot has a high arch and that's actually the last of the three types of arches that we're going to talk about and when the foot hits the ground with a high arch it lands on the outer side of the heel with not much rolling going on so all that force all that weight is in that one area on the outside of the heel which is why a cushion shoe would be needed which makes sense why I had stress fracture besides the fact that I didn't train enough I also did not have enough cushion in my shoe as I ran so this type of arch is called under pronators okay you're going to need a cushion shoe, a shoe that has a lot of cushion. And I'm going to tell you, not all brands, not all shoes have the right amount of cushion that I need. So you have to really try out every shoe that's out there and really give it a test run. So how can you tell what type of shoe you're going to need? If you don't want to go to one of those stores or places or running clinics that do all those amazing things, Look at the wear of your shoe, where it wears down, like at the bottom or even at the side, actually at the side. If you're looking at the shoe from where the heel is, if it's worn down on the outside or inside, if it's outside, you are more, more, likely, that, more likely to be an underpronator. If it's on the inside, you're an overpronator. If there's no wear, then there's possibly you have a neutral arch. Another option that I tell a lot of my um, running clients is to wet your foot and stand on a piece of cardboard just to look at. It doesn't have to be a cardboard, just anything that gives you uh, a footprint. And the the footprint will determine what type of arch you have. If you see the curvature of the footprint very prominent, then you more than likely have a high arch. If there's no curve, uh, then you pretty much may have a flat foot. Um, And if it just looks like a regular, like a nice, even distributed arch, then you have a a neutral arch. So those are the ways that you can figure it out, um, either looking at your shoe where the wear is or doing the the wet foot test. Besides the arch, you want to look at how wide your foot is. Do you prefer a bigger toe box? Meaning this is a space where your toes are. So you really need to go out, like I said, and try these shoes. Preferably towards the end of the day. Because you have to account for the swelling. Because your feet swell as you are standing and walking on them all day. So you want to get a shoe that can account for that swelling. Uh, The brand, every brand is different. I will always always go with an Asics. I went outside of that one time and I regretted it. And yes, I went to one of those places and they did all these cool little things with my foot to see how I, how my foot hits the ground. And what happened was they were trying to sell the newest Nike that came out and I fell for it. And it was a cushion shoe. It was a shoe that was meant for my foot and I hated it and it actually hurt to run in it. And I actually tested it out for quite some time and ran a couple of races. And I said, I will never again go outside of Asics 
because not every brand is made the same. Not every model of shoe is made the same. That's why it's so important to try them on and see how it works. Now, there are orthotics. I didn't even get into that, but they do make them for runners. And if you think you need them, see a podiatrist to help you out, you know. I would suggest to invest on the shoe first before going the orthotic route because they are crazy expensive. So if the shoes are not helping and nothing is helping, you might want to see a podiatrist to help you out and see if you need orthotics. So that's pretty much the basics on shoes. If the one thing you should put all your money into, it's the shoe. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me on my Instagram page at lisadfit4, the number four life, or email me at lisadfit4life at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and leave your feedback and comments. I'd like to know what you think about this episode. Thanks again, everyone. Bye.